You're listening to the ProcureTech Podcast, your weekly show for all that's cooking in the digital procurement space. Yes, we've got the hottest startups, thought leadership and conversation from visionary industry experts and definitely no stiff corporate content. I'm your host, James Meads, procurement pro, digital nomad and ProcureTech fanboy. And now here's this week's show. Yes, welcome to another episode of the ProcureTech Podcast, where every week we bring you everything that is exciting, fun, and innovative in the digital procurement space. We don't bring you any boring solutions on this podcast. And we are kicking off this week with our first in a mini-series on content, on contract management solutions. This is a very rapidly growing space. It's also quite a new and expanding space as well. And there have been a lot of solutions that have come onto the market over the last two or three years that are really expanding what's out there as solutions in this area. But all of them are a little bit different in terms of what they can offer and what specific unique selling points that they have and the solutions that they provide to their customers. So we're going to dig into that a little bit on each of these episodes to try and point you in the right direction of which contract management solution is the best for your business. And the first in this series is with a startup that I met at a conference last September in Berlin uh, that have been a a pretty young company, but are growing and have uh, offering something quite innovative and unique in this space all around blockchain, which we're going to get into uh, a little bit later in the discussion. So without any more introduction, I would like to introduce you to this week with this week's guest, who is Elena Mechik, Chief Operating Officer of Berlin-based contract management startup Inhubber. Elena, uh, welcome to the show. Yes, thank you very much, uh, James, for the nice introduction. And I'm very happy to be with you today. Fantastic. So let's start off maybe if you can just explain something that I saw on your website, which is Inhubber is the only platform worldwide offering end-to-end encryption for your contracts. Talk to me a little bit about this. Why is that important? And um, and I guess, why are no other solutions doing this at the moment? So, of course, when we say worldwide only platform, as far as we know, there might be, of course, somewhere in the world, another <laughs> company which we are not aware of, uh, just to make it clear. But why is it important? We saw, especially now with the unfortunate corona crisis that more and more companies are being cyber attacked, phishing attacked, um, also as a result of digitalization. Yeah, more and more documents, contracts, uh, important sensitive information is being uploaded to cloud solutions, uh, to external servers. And um, yeah, the hackers are not sleeping as well. And uh, there's a lot of um, challenges in regard with data storage. And we at Inhaber are dealing with contracts. And contracts are, of course, uh, documents with very um, high level of um, 
internal information where the risks of losing some important information are very high. So we at Inhaba say contracts are actually like money. Yeah, so you should be also careful to store them in the same way as you would go to a bank and store your, your finances, your money at the end. And that's what we did. So we uh, encrypt the contract from the user to the user. Usually what happens is that the contracts or other platforms are offering encryption on the server directly. Yeah, so when the, ser when the contracts are stored, they are encrypted in the, uh, on the cloud. But what we do, the, we encrypt the contract also directly from yeah, the user who is actually uh, uploading the contract from, um, we don't send unencrypted documents at any point, uh, on our platform. The documents are never sent over email or to, to the partner, to the customer. They're always in a completely encrypted way. And that provides us a very high level of security for our customers. And, uh, especially in the coming years, we see this topic uh, is becoming more and more important because of the uh, digitalization which is happening. And I think it's going to get, I mean, nobody knows, nobody can predict the future, but I suspect it's going to be even more important as time goes on because cyber attacks are likely to become more frequent rather than less frequent, I guess. So it kind of surprises me really that none of the big sort of established contract sign-off companies, you know, some of them that have got a lot of money from venture funds in Silicon Valley have, have not sort of adopted this into their platforms yet. But you know, if, if you say they haven't, then, then that's, certainly, that's certainly interesting and a good niche to be in. You're also doing a lot around blockchain, aren't you? And that this is a topic that often to somebody that's not a technical person, this is often something that maybe the general listener would perhaps associate more with Bitcoin or with cryptocurrency. So could you maybe just for the purpose of anyone that's listening, that's not a technical expert, just give us a really quick overview of what is blockchain and why is it relevant to contract management? Yes, definitely. When uh, people usually hear blockchain, they connect it straight away to Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, cryptocurrencies. Usually, yeah, it is connected and people know it basically mostly from the cryptocurrencies, but um, the blockchain technology provides important benefits which can be used in various industries, various use cases. What is blockchain? What is it in general? And some people say it's so complicated to understand, but what I say usually it's actually quite simple to understand. You save certain information on various knocks, uh, knots, yeah, so chains, so to say. Let's say uh, you, you want to save the information, yeah, my money is stored on the, uh, a certain street. <laughs> And you don't save this information on your personal laptop, but simultaneously on 10 other, 1,000 other, uh, 100,000 other laptops. 
So let's say someone wants to sh change this information at one of the laptops. All the other laptops will say, oh, there's something happening. It cannot be changed because we have stored the same information. And there's, uh, so, so what blockchain is actually offering is this Im unchangeability of the information, immutability. Because should one a point of this blockchain be trying to change, everyone else will realize it. And that's what is happening uh, with, with blockchain at the end. That's why cryptocurrency and that's why for contract management, especially we can use this technology, the immutability for contract storage. So at the end, we can provide an audit trail where we know exactly what has happened to the contract, who has signed the contract, and this information can never be changed again, so to say. So we provide like a total transparency in regard with what is happening with contracts. And as well, uh, coming back to the end-to-end -end encryption, we are actually using blockchain technology as a private key of every user to encrypt the contracts. Yes, yeah, that's the technology behind this uh, yeah, wording of end-to-end -end encryption at Inhaba. So the, I guess the difference is then while a lot of contract management platforms or pretty much all of them will timestamp the changes and the amendments when they are sent to different parties or when they're sort of exchanged internally. But what blockchain can do is it can, it can also track whether any of the changes have been have been edited or amended, whereas maybe some of the other platforms that that don't offer it can't can't do that. So so if any so if anybody's being dishonest and is changing the changes that somebody else's lawyer has made, then then this would stop you from doing that. Definitely, definitely. And uh, at the end, uh, blockchain <laughs> is a great technology to provide exactly that. Yeah impossibility to change the information or to change the changes <laughs> which have happened yeah so in in terms of industry sector or size of business who are you seeing you know in terms of your sales or, or customer acquisition who are you seeing is the most interested in this type of technology because i i'm really curious to understand which industries want to have this the most you know perhaps in terms of how advanced they are with their with their risk management strategy for example so i'm curious to hear where you're getting the most interest from i mean i know you're still quite a young company and you're you're in growth mode but it's definitely interesting to to understand which sectors are, are, are adopting this. So in general, it's interesting for customers who have been attacked in a way. Like they are the ones coming and saying, yeah, yeah. we are, totally understand the challenges we have because they already some data lag has happened. They have lost already, uh, yeah, quite a lot of uh, money in regard in, because of a certain cyber attack. Uh, in general, it like I would say half a year, one year ago, it was more larger companies, uh, mid-sized companies, who have um, a very like very strict restrictions regarding what uh, software, which um, solutions they can uh, introduce within the company. Uh, but uh, nowadays, 
also um, small and medium-sized companies have been affected uh, by um, cyber attacks. Maybe you were following some news from Austria. It was like a huge cyber attack. Um, and um, in, in general, so companies who are aware, aware of the situation are coming towards us. And um, mostly, I can say, like from real estate uh, companies, from construction companies, but also banks. We are talking also to banks who, of course, have very um, high uh, uh, level of security. Um, how, how can you say, like requirements for, for their document contract storage? Okay, that's interesting in terms of the sectors. Yeah. It's not just contracts that you can put through your solution, though, is it? You can also put you can also put other documents through there if you need to have a very specific audit trail. And I saw on your website there was an example of purchase orders. So, what where do you see the advantage of of routing purchase orders through the platform? So, in a way, our platform is. Um solution where you can store actually any information, any contracts, any documents on it. Purchase orders, uh, contracts, uh, receipts at the end. You can connect this information within each other. You can always know who within your company has access to which kind of uh, documents. Um, so a very uh, deep level of um, sharing information and also sharing this information with your contract partners, so with your suppliers, and um, in an encrypted way. So you actually at no point send purchase orders, send contracts, send uh, any information unencrypted to um, to other partners. And that's a benefit. Yeah, that's a benefit that you always know where is which information, who has access to what. You can be completely sure that it has it is protected from the outside world you would not like to share it with and at the end uh, we combine two technologies here yeah, blockchain is one technology but we also have artificial intelligence in order to analyze contracts which provides our customers uh, benefits of uh, uploading a large uh, amount of contracts and analyze them on uh, specific metadata so when is the contract ending? Who are the contract partners? Um, what are the options which have been um, negotiated? Uh, what are the requirements, etc.? Providing um, a full transparency into contractual relationships and also providing like a total information of uh, due diligence of uh, topics like what are the contracts which are about to expire within the next three months, within the next six months, uh, which risks are connected to my contractual relationships. So just a quick interlude, because there are a couple of things that I really want to make you aware of, because I think they will be valuable for you. So number one, we now have a monthly newsletter where we bring you curated content of everything that's happening in the digital procurement space. If you want to get that, just head to procuretechpodcast.com forward slash newsletter, enter your name and email, and we'll get that delivered straight to your inbox. Number two, if you're a head of 
procurement or a center of excellence leader, and you're perhaps a little bit confused or overwhelmed with what's out there as best of breed digital procurement technology, especially if you're a mid-sized business, schedule a call with me. There's a link at the bottom of the show notes in this episode. Just hit that schedule a call link and we can have a quick chat to understand your challenges and what potential solutions out there may be suitable for your organization. And now let's get right back to this week's show. Tell me a little bit more about the AI, because that was what what I was going to ask you next, actually. So if if I receive a contract from a supplier and I would like to understand a little bit more about some of the key clauses or terms that are in there, will if you if you tell the AI what to look for, can it? Can it search contracts for specific information? I mean, I'm thinking things like liability clauses and, and warranty, which and insurance, which are typically, you know, very very important things on a purchase on the purchasing side. Is it able to to search through the contracts and filter those out to avoid the user having to? to sort of manually go through the contract or or does it only pick out some key terms like the parties and the termination date? So it depends on your requirements. Let's say in your example with liabilities and certain clauses, it's possible to set up the our artificial intelligence in that way that it will help you find the specific clauses, the specific information within the contract. So how we usually work, we have a preset metadata, like the basic metadata, which we are uh, analyzing the contract on, let's say, a contract title, uh, contract duration, contract partners, um, amounts, which have been negotiated. But then we have a very specific analysis for our customers. So if you come to us and you ask us, I would like to find liabilities within a certain kind of contracts. So we can implement it for this specific kind of contract, this specific analysis. Because of course, yeah, talking about, let's say, um, service level agreement or uh, master service agreement, you would have totally different information you would be looking for within this two kind of contracts. Exactly. So that's what yeah. we actually do. We take um, yeah, we take certain contract type, which you tell us, and we can provide you this analysis for this certain contract type. So usually it works in a way that our customers ask us, uh, provide us around 10 questions they would like to ask their contracts and uh, around 20 sample contracts. And we set it up for specific companies in a way that they can uh, use it. Because like everything that uses AI, you, you have to train it, right? You have to be able to tell it what to look for. So, so so what you're saying is then that each customer that you have, it can be uniquely programmed, programmed for them based on what their needs are. Because, you know, a manufacturing company is going to be a lot different to, to a bank, to, to use your example, uh, in terms of what they would typically have as being the the key clauses in their contract. Exactly, exactly. And as I mentioned, so we have uh, yeah. basic fields we are filling out, which anyone can use if it uh, matches, um, like this basic information, partners, durations, etc. And then there is specific information we, which we can provide for 
very like for certain companies. That's really interesting because looking now in terms of things like sustainability, which are which you know are coming very high up the agenda now to a lot of procurement and supply chain teams, contracts if you're if you're buying raw materials or commodities from quite geopolitically unstable countries and markets, that's going to be a big topic in the coming years. So if you've got artificial intelligence that can scan contracts for their corporate social responsibilities or uh, or, or anti-corruption clauses, I think that's that's a really useful automated tool that, that, that can be offered because often it it is time consuming for, for, for the buyer, right? To go through a 20, 30 page document in some cases and and pick out the clauses that, that are typically the ones that they need to look through. So yeah, that's um that's definitely an, an advantage. Yeah, it's exactly what we are actually doing and we are also already now working on uh, social responsibility and um, corruption issues, etc., which might be, um, which you might find out through contractual obligations and contractual relationships. Yeah. So it, it leverages blockchain. It has the it has the AI function. Um, it can also pick out. So it can pick out certain clauses based on what the company wants to look for. It also does the complete signature process as well doesn't it so it can do it can do the routing and it can do the sign off and it can also monitor based on certain deadlines for example when the contract expires or when you need to give notice um let's just touch on because i i want to make this useful to the listener let's touch on what it doesn't do so it's not it's not a clause library so it doesn't it doesn't use the whole contract authoring functionality to pull different clauses from a predefined library where, because I know some solutions on the market, which we'll be speaking to as part of this series do do that. So just want to be clear, it, it doesn't do that, does it? Not yet. And it's part of our roadmap. So for now we are taking. Yes, ah, yes. interesting. <laughs> yeah. So we are going in that direction and throughout the next year, we will also provide a closed library. For now, uh, yes, you are right. We are taking contracts as they are. It's easy to onboard. You can just upload the contracts. You get, you know, like this overview of your obligations, your contractual relationships. And, um, you can sign contracts, you can uh, put uh, reminders for yourself and get the total transparency of your existing contractual relationships. You can also sign contracts. And yeah, within the coming year, we will be going in that direction of having also a closed library and um, using templates also for contractual, um, yeah, for create, creating contracts. And, and does it treat documents differently based on where they are coming from i guess by that question i mean if i am if i'm a buyer working for working for a company and we have our own standard contract document there would i guess by by default there would need to be less checks and less process around sending that between myself and 
and a supplier's legal team. Whereas if you're receiving third-party contracts, you know, in the on the supplier's format or in 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 according to the supplier's legal team who have written that, is the the way that you train the AI, is it does it treat those differently? So it depends on the customer needs. Of course, uh, from your example, it makes sense to tell this kind of contracts. We don't need to go into analysis and uh, or not in that depth. Um, and that's the freedom we give our customers. So you personally, like our customer can decide which contracts should be analyzed on which information, what is the specific workflow you would like to have for your specific contracts, for internal uh, created contracts or for external contracts you would receive from your partners. And um, regarding the AI, regarding the uh, signature processes, it's all uh, flexible. Yeah, So you can actually set it up for yourself, for your needs, and just tell the system in a way what is the way for this kind of contract. Excellent. And my final question, you're a pretty new company. You know, you were founded in 2019, and I know that you've grown quite a lot over the past year. Other than what you mentioned about the clause library that you're working on, um, what what other plans do you have in your product roadmap that you can maybe share with us that's not, that is not confidential and you know can this solution also be used for other functions such as such as sales for example actually yes so we are about to um, put live the information regarding customers suppliers etc which will be part of our solution so you will you will have also total overview of all contacts uh, with whom you are creating contracts and this contacts can contact um, your uh, partners can be your customers or your uh, suppliers, etc. Uh, so that's one part, like having the history of contractual relationships and also the history of people you have been working with uh, during the last years. Um, then, as I mentioned, the close library, but also contract creation, contract negotiation is also about to come out within the next three months. So I think Inhubber is definitely one to watch as they as as they grow then what 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 they're developing with with what is still quite quite a new tool. So I'm I'm excited Elena for the direction that you're going in and uh, and I think you've got some exciting times ahead as you as you build this to be a more sort of complete solution in terms of complete contract lifecycle management. If if anybody would like to uh, get in touch with you or, or maybe arrange a demo, what's the best way that people can reach you? So, uh, over my email, which is elena.mechikmechik at inhaba.com or just over our website. So you have a direct link to uh, uh, set up a demo with us where I would be happy to present our solution to you. Fantastic. Elena, thank you very much for joining me and wish you every success. Thanks a lot, James. And uh, yeah, looking forward to, to stay in touch. Bye-bye. So that was Elena from Inhuber and blockchain and timestamping and complete audit trails of contracts. 
I think end-to-end encryption as well. I think this is really going to be a topic of the future. And I was excited to bring them onto the show because I think this is an innovative piece of technology that while they're still a young company, I think is really going to grow over the coming years when compliance and supply chain transparency becomes more and more important, especially in their native market in Germany that has just seen a new supply chain law come into force earlier this year. Just a couple of things before we sign off. If you like the podcast, then don't forget to head over to where you listen to your podcasts and click on subscribe so as you get notifications each time we publish a new episode, which is, of course, every Wednesday. We know that there are a lot of procurement podcasts out there now, and I'm very, very grateful that you chose to listen to us on your day-to-day Thank you for listening as always, and we will see you again the same time next week. Bye for now.